Welcome to episode 14 of the Empower the Game podcast. We're your hosts, Paige Javern and Caitlin Smith. The goal of this podcast is to empower women in sports and inspire females who are looking to enter the industry. All right, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Empower the Game. Today, we are joined by Aaliyah Funchell, who is a sports reporter and host, and we are going to let her just sort of talk first about her experiences and her journey into the sports industry and just give a brief explanation of what you do, Aaliyah. Okay, so it's kind of hard to be brief because it feels like I do so much, but so my name's Aaliyah, like she said, and so I just graduated from Wichita State University in sports management in 2020, and then I immediately started my master's in sports management at Columbia University. So I'm a full-time student, but I also um, was an ambassador for the Oklahoma City Thunder, and then currently I'm a media intern with FC Bayern Munich, and then I also do sports reporting and host different various things, such as a talk show or um, any other things that come up kind of as like freelance. And can you kind of just tell us about how you got involved in the sports industry and maybe what made you want to get involved with sports? Yeah, well, I've always played sports. And then like my family has also just been such a sports family. I have an older brother and, and a little brother, but like growing up, I would always either be going to his sporting events or mine, or we'd be going to like the college's sporting events. So whatever it was, I was always around sports. And then when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life, I always thought it was going to be journalism. And I was kind of having a little bit of just reservations about it, just like, oh, maybe not. But um, it was actually my dad that was like, you just need to find something that you love. And so you never feel like you're working. Um, he's like, don't just do something because you're good at it, such as journalism. I was good at it, but I didn't really love it. Um, but really pursue something that you love. And that's kind of how I landed on sports. And thankfully, I've been able to kind of do a mixture of everything. But um, that's how it originally kind of started. Yeah, I feel like Caitlin and I can say the same thing in terms of like, we also grew up playing sports. And I feel like that's what gets a lot of us interested in sort of being in this industry. But so you mentioned, obviously, that you have like several different positions, and you've had positions in the past. So can you sort of explain how you got like your internship and how you became an ambassador for the Thunder, like how you sort of found your way into that? Yeah, it all kind of started. So I was very fortunate to get a job writing for the newspaper on campus my freshman year of college. And I got to do a lot with that. And then I got into this, these situations that were just toxic for me and my career trajectory, honest trajectory. Um, And I kind of, realize that at a young age like it's kind of hard to go through all of these hardships of being a woman in sports at a young age such as a college freshman and sophomore so after that I branched off and I started sports with Aaliyah which was kind of its own entity where I can cover whatever I wanted at the time it was Wichita State Athletics or whatever else was going on and I think that really helped elevate me in the industry because I was attached to my own self my own brand instead of um kind of just in the shadows, just being told what to do and in a bad situation. So that kind of helped build my credibility to where um, I was covering a lot of things, getting access. And then that's what led to the Thunder job. Even though I was already graduated from undergrad, um, I think they saw me as an opportunity to kind of grow as well, because I'm not from Oklahoma, but um, I definitely offered a lot. 
So I think it's definitely the connections that I was able to build during undergrad. And when I was trying to build my own name and brand that kind of helped me secure that. I love that. Cause I think that when you go into this industry, you, at first you vision that you're going to have this like one title, this one job, but like here you are like juggling all of these different things. <laughs> and like, I think that's like so inc incredible because I mean, well, I'm a sports reporter now and like, I'm still doing this podcast and it's like, what else can I do? What, like, what more can I get involved with? But I kind of wanted to ask you, um, what exactly do you do as like a sports reporter and host and, um, go into detail about what you do as an ambassador, like actually like what you do day to day. Kind yeah. Of. So the sports reporting, like, especially when you're doing freelance, like I'm, I'm sure you might know, or like, a lot of people we probably mutually follow also freelance. So that's kind of like um, depending on which publication. So sometimes like I was covering high school sports and that was super fun. And I'd get sent out to a different game every week. So I would write articles and do social media and all of those things. And then with the host, like the talk show, I kind of built that on my own platform. And that was kind of the longer interviews because I definitely like, I was just, tried podcasting it wasn't a huge like thing that I like to do but I definitely liked being on camera and being able to visually storytell so that's kind of how I would do that so I kind of get guests that I kind of get on my own merit or other people vouch for me and that's how that happens and then the ambassador thing that is something that I think every team should be doing basically they would send me promotional materials whether that was stuff for me or stuff to give away and I would help promote the brand of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, they have a lot of fans that are either families with little kids or maybe like they're older and they're like donors or, you know, just not the age group of college students. So day-to-day um, -day with that would just be trying to come up with different social media posts that would engage people that are maybe not Thunder fans. And they're like, oh, hey, what Aaliyah's posting is kind of cool. Like, let me check into that um, and just try to expand the the brand and their reach to college age kids just through, through social media or if I if I was on campus because of COVID we weren't but um, I would have been like tabling in person as well and giving away tickets and stuff like that. Yeah that's definitely cool I feel like you're right a lot of teams should do that because I know a ton of brands do that obviously and have brand ambassadors and stuff and that's how they get a lot of their like customers so I definitely agree that teams should be doing that too. I think they would get a lot of fans from like different places because of that. Oh, for sure. 100%. Especially, yeah, especially with like social media and everything being how big it is, like it would be insane. Mm -hmm. um, but so going back to your talk show, so how do you like, I mean, for Caitlin and I, we obviously wanted to gear this podcast towards women in sports specifically. So that's how we find a lot of our guests. And it's just sort of like searching and seeing what's going on on that side of the industry. But like for you, you don't just do women. So how do you find those guests that you want to interview and then secure them, I guess, to be on the show? Yeah, um, so it's definitely um, like what I was doing, it was just like in Wichita. So like I've had um, NFL players, NBA players, Olympians, like Kelsey Stewart is playing for USA softball, like as we speak uh, for the Olympics. So um a lot of times I reached out to them and thankfully in Wichita, I was able to build my name up enough where they knew that if I were reaching out to them, I, I was legit. Or if they didn't know who I was, they can just look at my profile, see what I've done. Um, but sometimes it was like a referral where people are like, hey, you should go on only a show. And then 
they'd really kind of just be like, yeah, you really need to do this and try to get them there. So um, I definitely think like reputations can precede you. And that, that's helped in my favor because there are times when people would show up to the studio and I'd be like, hi, Malia, now let's like spill your life story on camera for 30 minutes. Um, but it's, I feel like half of it is getting them in the door. And then the other half is like making sure they're comfortable when you do have their time and attention. And that's just like basic people skills, like, you know, just being nice and being listening, being attentive. And so um, that's kind of like what goes into it and just kind of like making it all happen. So if you had to pick, who would you say was your favorite guest that you've had on your show? Oh, okay. So oh, there's been a lot, but so far, um, so when I was a senior in high school, it was the 2016 Olympics, and there was a boxer from Wichita that went so far, he got the um, bronze medal in the Olympics, and I went to his watch parties and stuff, like, I was a full-out fan, and then he ended up coming on my talk show four years later, and just opening up, like, no other, like, I learned he came from a broken home, and, like, stuff he's never mentioned in interviews, and he said to me, like, you're my favorite person that's ever interviewed me. Like you're super talented. I'm a fan of you. So I think like that full circle moment made it my favorite just because I'm like four years ago, I was at a watch party. He had no idea who I was. So um, that was one of my favorites. And then I like on the business side of stuff, I had my neighbor is actually the general manager of the hockey team in Wichita. Um, and he's just a huge character. He kind of reminds me of like Dave Portnoy from Barstool, but just more respectful. Um, but like the same type of like, outgoing huge New Yorker energy so um he was one of my favorites too just because he like had a lot of great advice and great personality. I think that is awesome to be able to just have that memory and get to know someone on a personal level I think that's why I love storytelling so much because so many people look at you know celebrities and NFL celebrities that they're a celebrity but in reality they're just normal people and it's cool that they open up to you and that you get to share their story. But I kind of want to just ask you, what is your goal at the end of your career and possibly what you're doing right now to get to that goal? Yeah, I would love to just continue to build up like my personal brand. I mean, I'm I'm very fortunate to get to work for like some of the biggest teams like FC Bayern, that's been very eye-opening. But ultimately I would like to just keep building on my own personal name and get those interviews, like get to interview different people or there's been times where I've been invited to help run an athlete social media or um, interview them. So I, I just want to get to the point where I'm like, whether it's working with a big network or not, um, where I can just like travel and tell stories and um, go to different sporting events and just kind of like do my thing that way. Like that would be the main goal is just to be able to work for myself with my own brand. But definitely like I would love to get to a network um, or like a team and work with them as well. So like you said, obviously you have worked for and still do work for several different sports. So how do you sort of manage that? And like, how has the transition been for you when you are going from being an ambassador for a basketball team to being an intern for a soccer team? Yeah, it's been, it's been weird, but I have to like go in with a mindset, like, um, like intentional, I guess you could say, like being like, okay, a few months ago, you were promoting a brand like a team that was tanking and they're the worst team in the NBA. <laughs> like they had a losing record. And then like now you're working for a team that's won a lot. Like they've won, like their just winning record is insane. 
Um, and just being intentional of like, okay, putting the records aside and like even the sports aside, like what's the same and what's different. So like kind of being mindful of like, okay, regardless of what I'm doing this, it's, it's social media, it's um, event planning, like it's working with people at the end of the day, they're all similar. So I kind of have to just like take a step back and be like, okay, even though it's kind of intimidating to be working in a sport that you might not be super comfortable with, um, or it's a lot different than what you were doing, just being like, okay, I, I have the confidence to be able to do this and see through that. So I think like just being mindful is the best way to go about it. So what exactly do you do to grow your brand as a woman in sports? And what exactly have you been involved in that? And how do you think other women should grow their brand for women in sports? Yeah, I think at the end of the day, like my pinned tweet is, I think, going to stay there for like the rest of my career. It's about um, kind of just inspiring others with my story, like other girls and women to pursue their own path. And I think with me having that really bad experience right when I joined the industry, like it really like served as like a guiding light for what I want to do with the rest of my career. So like I don't know if you guys know this, but I do TikTok and I help people like network and do stuff like that. And anytime like a girl reaches out to me, like I am 100% like in their corner type of thing. Um, even if it's behind the scenes, like I don't need my name attached to people like, oh yeah, I helped this person do that, that and that. But where I see like my biggest happiness with it is like when I do get to help people through that or they'll be like, hey, this just happened. Like, how would you go about it? So stuff like that just really helps push me forward because um I don't know like I've always been a very philanthropic person like I don't think that people who only look out for themselves are doing the right thing so whether if I can make someone else's life a little bit easier by stuff I've went through then then my job's complete so that's kind of like my goal is to just either inspire someone even if they don't know me directly like inspire them to do their own path and go into this industry or if it's helping them directly. But either way, I just want to be able to help out other women in the industry. Yeah, that's awesome. And Caitlin and I, again, can definitely relate to that. I mean, we have a lot of different things going for us and we're both part of things that, I guess, groups that help other women in sports. And it's really awesome to have those people like in your corner. And it makes this experience like a lot easier because obviously I think we all have those negative experiences and it's kind of hard to like rebound from those sometimes depending on what they are and you know how they affect you but it definitely is awesome to have you know other women in sports like on your side (laughs) and being supportive. 100% that's the best mindset to have so that's awesome. So you talked a little bit about how you use like social media for that and obviously everyone sort of has mixed opinions on whether social media is good or bad or whatever, but what do you think about social media? And obviously since you do use it, like why do you think that's beneficial for you personally and your goals? Yeah, that's a great question. I think that social media can be used for so much good. It can also be used for a lot of bad, but um, I think it's all just about your mindset. And ever since I was in high school, my principal told us don't Twitter when you're bitter. So that kind of like set the foundation and my parents did a good job of being like, no, just stay positive. Um, So that's helped me, but I've seen social media work wonders, like um, whether it's like through kidney donations and people finding a match or whatnot, or even just like making friends, like 
there is just so much that can be done through social media and on a personal level like I've met so many friends like that I'm getting to meet in real life and that's helped me and changed my life but then on a professional level there's a whole new side of the sports industry that people are tapping into whether it's with their own professional development or if it's with brands and making more money than they've ever made before just because of social media like there's just so much room for growth it definitely is a tool that could be used for bad but I think that if you just surround yourself with people online that are positive and um, have good energy then it will definitely circle back and help you out and just keep your mindset clear and positive with social media so definitely a lot of good uses for it and I just have a question what do you what do you want out of your career for other women in sports to know and maybe like how do you get away from like negative experiences and like someone who just wants to join um like the sports industry and be a part of it what would you tell them who like they might feel lost coming into a male-dominated industry but I just went around that question so much but if no, you can no. just like tell me um what you really uh what you really want for women to know who want to go into the sports industry? Yeah, I think that there's a misconception that when you're a woman in sports, you have to be in some sort of lane. Like you either have to be the badass woman who has no friends and is mean to everyone because she's been discriminated against, or you're going to be the bimbo that like everyone like looks over and thinks stupid and like, you know, you're just there for your looks, but like people women think they need to fill a role but they really don't like there is a way to have your personal personality shine through and still ask for what you want and be assertive but not having to compromise who you really are just to fit a mold like for instance like one thing about me is I'm very outgoing and bubbly and I even got like a nickname bubbles like when I was in that toxic environment and like they saw that as like oh, she's not going to like stick up for herself. We can walk all over her. And so I'm like, do I have to completely change who I am just so I can get respect? But the answer is no. Like you can still be who you are and like demand respect and demand people to respect who you are instead of changing yourself to get respect, if that makes sense. Like, I think that's the biggest thing is like, I see so many girls that just try to change who they are to fit in in the industry. And I think the biggest piece of advice would be just stay true to who you are and the right people and the right brands and companies and teams will come to you. Like you, you want to attract people that like you for you. Like the biggest piece of advice I've ever gotten was go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. So you don't want to go somewhere that is only tolerating you. Like you want to go somewhere that they celebrate who you are and everything you bring to the table. Yeah, definitely. Um, so just to wrap it up, I'm just gonna ask you one more question. Um, so how do you sort of, I guess, stay motivated throughout your career? And obviously like avoiding burnout is such a big thing right now and keeping track of your mental health and making sure that's in check. So do you have anything like any advice for that or anything that you do on a daily basis that really helps you with that? Yeah, well, burnout is definitely a real thing, but I think it's important for people to take breaks and not feel guilty about it. Like, I took a hiatus from social media for a while and from TikToks and everything, and I felt so bad. I felt like I'm the worst content creator in the world. Like, I'm taking all these breaks, but like, my mental health really needed it. And then I got myself back on track. Like, I, um, I was doing things for me that had nothing to do with sports. Like, I 
found a personal trainer that I love. And like, now I've fallen back in love with like lifting again. And then like spending time with my family and stuff without feeling guilty about taking that time off. But another good thing is just to, I'm, I'm such a visual person. Like I love documenting where I've been and how far I've gone. Like I love looking back at like pictures of me in high school, like on my high school yearbook or broadcast team, like covering sports and then like me now. So I think like, it's okay to also take a step back and realize like, wow, I've come so far and it's okay to take breaks. Like I'm really proud of where I'm at now. So I think just like checking in with yourself and having those like little reminders of like, it's okay to take a break and look how far I've come. Like it's give yourself some grace. I think that's just like the biggest thing. Yeah, that's great advice. And I'm sure everyone listening will definitely take that into <laughs> consideration, hopefully. <laughs> yes. Um, real quick too, do you want to just uh, give your social media handles real quick in case anyone wants to follow you? Yeah, of course. So um, my TikTok and Instagram is at Aaliyah Funchell. Um, I would spell it out, but you'll be able to see it on this podcast episode. And then I have um, a sports Instagram and Facebook page, Sports with Aaliyah, or you can go to sportswithaaliyah.com. Um, and then in my Instagram bio, I do have like a spreadsheet of like different people that want to work in sports. So like if you want to kind of connect with other sports industry professionals, like that's on there as well. Perfect. Well, thanks again for talking with us today. It was really fun. And you gave a lot of good insight and advice that I think a lot of people will be able to use. Um, but yeah, we wish you luck in everything that you do, obviously. Um, and for those listening, you can follow, obviously, Aaliyah on the social media channels that she mentioned. And you can follow us at Empower the Game on Instagram. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you guys for having me. You're so sweet. And I'm very honored to be here. So thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Aaliyah.